Hi, this is Travis from Providence Reformed Church. You're about to listen to a question and answer from one of our elder Q&A panels, which we held during one of our Sunday morning growth classes. All right, Jason, you've got a question for us, I think, that you can read for us. I do. It says, we are commanded to be good students of the word and to spread the gospel. It is stated all through scripture how important the word of God is. Scripture is also filled with the commands to praise the Lord with singing, with instruments, with music. With this being the case, does a Christian have a responsibility to seek to improve their musical knowledge? Okay. It's a good question. I'm going to take that because I tend to be the most musical of the three of us. By a lot. Uh, I can play a radio pretty well. Ben owns a banjo, just so you guys know. Uh, so... The question arises on, on how do we be faithful when it comes to the aspect of musical worship. And there's a couple of contrasting issues that have to be handled when we ask a question about what's a Christian's responsibility when it comes to music. First of all, in a formal sense, when it comes to the leadership of worship in the church, every church has to balance musical worship between two particular extremes. One of them is maximizing participation and the other is maximizing perfection which do we wish to be do we need to be a church that is as perfect musically as we can be or do we need to be a church that is as open to allowing for broader participation as we can be and I think that you already know, all of you sitting here, you can st- you, you, your, your insides start to squirm if I say really a wide open to leading in music because that's when you get the crazy woman with the tambourine. And so we don't want to be so broad in participation that we do not allow people whose skills may not be professional to help us in leading worship. Neither do we want to be so... Um, you know, again, we, we, don't, we, we don't want to be so narrow in perfection that there's like, again, you, want, you don't have to be professional, but you should be able to sing and play skillfully, certainly for leadership. But then the question arises, what about for the average Christian? And I think there's two ways to answer that question. Again, one of them is this. If you're a Christian who believes, I don't like to sing because I don't know how, or I wish I could sing harmony, but I don't know how, then by all means, it would do you good to learn those things. Because singing, singing harmony, playing an instrument, these are all tools that you can use for the praise of God. And I think there would be nothing wrong at all with saying it would be worth it to gain some skill in that. Just like if you're not a good reader, you should learn how to read better. You should think about, you know, how can I better digest books and things of that nature. Now, here's the, uh, the opposite side of the coin. We also want to be careful, however, not to say that a particular kind of musical learning is the way a Christian must learn. So, for example, Ben here is a massive fan of Garth Brooks. No. (laughs) So, would it be for Ben appropriate to learn how to sing as much like Garth as he can? Well... If that's what he thinks is good music, how do we define what good music is? There is no perfect definition because what makes money in music? What what do people digest and listen to and love musically? 
Uh, I promise you, I don't want to sing most of it. Uh, but what I think of as musically gl- good and great is a relative subjective term. So we also don't want anyone to feel like they have to match a particular style or tone or skill set for them to be acceptable worshipers. You worship the Lord your God in spirit and in truth. You sing for joy to the Lord. You sing, you should sing to be heard because the Bible tells us to teach one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. And so you should be singing and you should be singing where others can hear you sing the truths of God. If you're uncomfortable with your singing voice, by all means, get some help as much as you can. If, you're, if that still doesn't work, don't worry about it. Sing loud anyway. We will love you for it. So anyway, anyone want to add to the music question? I think the key to that whole question is, I mean, with this being the case, should a Christian responsibility to seek to improve their musical knowledge? I think that the heart of what you're praising is what matters. Yeah. Right? I do not sing behind a microphone, and you should all be grateful for it. Right? <laughs> but sitting back there by Lynn, and if you're within 10 or 15 feet of me, sorry. Right? <laughs> That's one reason I sit way back there. Right? But it's all yeah. about what's in your heart. Right? I mean... I don't sing like Andrew does. And everybody here knows that Andrew, when you look at him, you think there's no way that voice just came out of that. But <laughs> he's got mad skills, right? And I'm not interested in being able to sing like Andrew to feel like I'm effectively worshiping. I think it's what comes from the heart. So I think that's what we need to focus on. Okay. Very good. Want to follow up? You good? I'm good. Now, I think the question really, the big, the big word there that you, that you were linging on to is, is responsibility. Is it a requirement to be a faithful Christian that you get training? No. Could it help somebody if they want it? Sure. And we, we will do our best to help our church to, do, to sing to the best of our ability. It's right to do. 